Well, I guess that's what you call being slain in the spirit for real. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Got a question that came in from a viewer. How did Jesus and the apostles judge slash discern others and not judge in anger or unforgiveness? In particular, the guy, Ananias, who Peter rebuked him for lying about the money. How did Peter rebuke and not judge? What's the difference and why was he struck dead? Okay, so we turn to Acts chapter 5 for this and we read, beginning in verse 1, But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property and kept back some of the proceeds for himself with his wife's full knowledge, and bringing a portion of it, he laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back some of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? After it was sold, it was not under your control. Was it not under your control? Why is it you have conceived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. And as he heard these words, Ananias collapsed and died. And then about an hour later, his wife died for telling the same lie. So how can you discern and not judge? How can you rebuke and not judge? Well, let's first talk about what judging someone means. Judging someone says that you've done wrong according to a particular standard. You know, the judge who sits on the bench looks at the law as it is written by legislatures and says this is the standard and if you break these standards then i get to put a punishment upon you so he's supposed to he or she is supposed to be impartial in their judgment so a lot of times when we as christians judge others we are not judging with impartiality and the standard which we were using is the standard that it kind of fits ourselves you know that's why Jesus said, do not judge lest ye be judged, for if you judge, you will be judged by the same measure. So whatever standard you want to use to judge someone, if it's not the word of God, then God's going to use that judgment, that standard to judge you, and you're not going to measure up. Okay, so that's why he gave us this warning against judging. So the question is, how is it judging? How is it rebuking and not judging? Well, we need to actually, and, and part about him dying too, we need to go back to chapter 4. So as we go back to chapter 4, beginning in verse 32, and the congregation of those who believed, that's a key word here, were of one heart and soul, and not one of them, not one of them, claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. And with great power the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and abundant grace was upon them all. Abundant grace was upon them all. For there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales and lay them at the apostles' feet. So there's the background. So another thing is very important, and I often bring this up, is when the Bible was written, Luke didn't just say, okay, I'm going to end chapter 4 right here, and I'm going to begin chapter 5 with this great story about Ananias and Sapphira. He's just simply writing, and it was all one thing, and then whoever put the Bible together said, let's end this chapter 4 right here, and we'll begin chapter 5 with Ananias and Sapphira. 
And another good place where this is really seen is in Romans. If we go from Romans chapter 7 to Romans chapter 8, and we ignore Romans chapter 7 as we read 8, we're going to miss something. But it begins with the word, therefore. Therefore, there is now no condemnation in, for those who are in Christ Jesus. In this one, Acts chapter 5 begins with the word, but. Anytime we see a word like that, therefore, but, we need to look back at the words prior to it to understand what was happening. So, we see that in Acts chapter 5, they sell, sell a piece of property, and they lay it at the apostles' feet, at Peter's feet. This wasn't something new. This is what was happening in chapter 4. The believers, that's the important thing right here, Ananias and Sapphira were most likely believers. So, people who say that God sent them to hell for what they did, no, that is that is 100% not the case. They were part of this group of believers. And we need to keep in mind that it doesn't say that they sold their house. It said they had property or houses. It'd be like somebody today who has multiple homes and maybe sells one. And then they have a little extra income. But what I'm getting at here is we're kind of setting the stage for what's going on. The whole standard by which the judgment is taking place is that people who had extra homes or property were selling them and giving all of the proceeds to the apostles to help the needy. This was a brand new movement that was coming. This was something that they've been waiting for for a long time. I mean, it had been 400 years since any prophet spoke. 400 years, several generations. And now Jesus had come and spoke and did miracles and resurrected. And then the Holy Spirit comes. Man, this was a new thing. God wanted to make sure it went down properly. So for Ananias and Sapphira to hold back a little bit of the money, God had to set had to set the record straight. He had to make an example of them. Let me give you a modern day example. If somehow I find a mistake that the government made, or maybe not even that, maybe somehow I can get away with, you know, only paying 75% of my taxes instead of 100% of my taxes, and I keep that money for myself. If they find out, they're not going to come back and say, oh, Phil, you got one on us this time. Will you just please pay 100% next year? No, they're going to come after me. It's called tax evasion, and I'll probably go to jail for it. So it's the same kind of thing. You know, the standard it was set, give what you sell, give it all, and lay it at the apostles' feet. Now, if you don't want to, then be honest about it. If he said, hey, you know, I sold my house for... 50 bucks, but I only want to give you 35. Peter would have said, okay, man, that's between you and God. But instead he said, I sold my house for $35. Here's $35. And and the Holy Spirit speaking to Peter, he discerned. Discernment is a gift of the Holy Spirit that lets you know not only when someone is telling you something, whether it's truthful or not, or what, but whether or not their motives are truthful or not. And the thing about discernment is discernment is about is a spiritual matter and our battle is not against flesh and blood. So Peter did not pass judgment on this person. He passed judgment or rebuked the evil action of this person, not against the flesh and blood, but against the spiritual matter of telling this lie. He says, you lied to God. 
You know, that's, that's pretty bad. You lied to God. So God made an example of him and his wife. And the people were fearful. And I guarantee you that the next person didn't say, well, Ananias and Sapphira got away with it. So maybe we can sell our house for 50 bucks and we'll give 40 instead of 35. We'll one up them. Just like the government wouldn't say, well, Phil, you got one on us. You know, we'll let it go this time because everybody else is going to say, hey, Phil got away with it. Let's let's not pay 100 percent. And then you got a problem. Right. So there's grace, which can be which is used when we do commit sins to keep us from getting what we deserve but at the same time there is the law and we must obey the law because if we don't obey the law then we have anarchy so was it a law that ananias and sapphira had to give 100 percent? no it was more a standard that had been developed by the apostles at that time so that's why they were slain in the spirit of course when i say slain in the spirit i mean that when people fall out and they say they were slain in the spirit so this was a true being slain in the spirit so hope that answers your question that's your bible time for today i hope you enjoyed it and i'll talk to you again all real soon god bless 